0: Folks, today's episode is going to be a travelogue through Matt and Mai's Halloween Leftovers. And if you enjoy Halloween Leftovers or leftover candy, you should head on over to superyaki.com where they have a collection of leftovers from all of their Halloween sales from before. They have the, based on the book, The Woodsboro Murders by Gail Weathers, sticker, hat, shirt, you've got some final destination is my comfort movie t-shirts and bumper stickers (laughs) you got some laura palmer merch you've got a lot of great stuff from a lot of great movies if you like saw or final destination or even just jennifer tilly you should head on over to superyaki.com because they have got the best in movie merch. Head on over to uh
1: superyaki.com. That's S U P E R Y A K I. K K K I. Wow, I can speak. Uh, <laughs> and when you place your order, use the code SUPERMONSTER for 10% off. Hello, and welcome back to Monsters Never Die, Talk Film Society's spooky podcast, where we discuss classic monsters, human or otherwise, as well as their sequels, remakes, and ripoffs. I'm one of your co-hosts, Matt Curion, editor-at-large over at Talk Film Society, and with me as always is...
0: Dad! I'm a dad now. Hey, guys, I'm a dad. It's Jacob, the dad. Welcome back! You're a dad now. Thank you. <laughs> this is, uh, I... what a world we live in. It's fantastic. Have a lovely daughter. She's the absolute best. She sleeps like an angel. She laughs all the time. Just loving every minute of it. You for- Dadhood. You forgot the most important part. She's cute is- as hell. Oh, she is cute as hell. Thank you. <laughs> that's Thanks that's, for saying that's that. a big bonus
1: yeah you you, uh you lucked out some people get saddled with ugly babies
0: (laughs) i have seen quite a few in my day no one will admit it but we all know it's true
1: (laughs) (laughs) so how other than that other than that that amazing
0: occurrence how the hell have you been sir oh i've been great uh sorry to have been gone for these many months but uh, it's okay we managed i've loved i've loved your commentaries I loved going bones deep with you.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, we, um, we did uh Bones with Max and then we did uh Alien with Diego. Yeah. Uh the you know, the alien commentary where I accidentally called him Jacob once. <laughs> <laughs> that that's gonna happen, you know. Yeah, you know, and
0: uh I told him afterwards, you know, you should have just called me Gene right back, his co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we are back in the saddle with a regular episode today. And Matt, what are we covering today? Well, it's kind of a regular episode. Uh, usually, uh,
1: listeners know that we do themes for our episodes. Uh, well, this month, as a way to, you know, ease Jacob right back into the, the swing of things, we're actually doing a uh, spooky season catch-up. With all of our uh, Halloween leftovers, as we mentioned earlier, Uh, what did we watch during the uh, time known as spooky season? Uh, Some people just do October. Uh, My husband and I do September and October, so we watched a lot. Uh, How many did we watch? Did I I watch, Jacob? Because I haven't counted.
0: You did. Uh, I think Letterboxd told me 122. Good Lord. Uh, I watch a lot of movies,
1: uh, I think they're fun, Jacob. The That's, movies can be a good, fun time. Yeah. Uh, and you, uh, you also watched a bunch. You watched around I, I 40 movies.
0: Watch, I, I watched, let's see here. I watched 38, which, you know, given that I had a small child. It's pretty good. With me is pretty darn good. Pretty good. Uh, a lot of those were watched with her napping on my shoulder or so, bouncing on a bouncing ball. This also begs the question, Jacob. What was her first horror movie? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see here. So I have a list of pretty much everything that she's been alive for. that Has been watched in her relative presence. And because I hold off on horror movies, it might be Mr. Vampire, the first horror movie I watched this season. Wow. Starting September 12th. Um, I wanted to get an early start because I knew... I didn't have the time to watch a movie every day the way that I used to, so yeah. I just kind of chugged them when I could. Nice, yeah.
1: What a nice, um, what a nice start to her horror career.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about Mr. Vampire. Let's let's jump in. Let's so jump right in. Do uh, Jacob, tell gonna... me about Mr. Vampire because I'm already sold with the title. I, I So I'm going to bounce around some of my favorite kind of discoveries this year. Um, for my birthday, my wife um, got me a subscription to the Criterion channel. Nice. Um, and they had a uh, collection of the Hopping Vampires of Hong Kong, which if you've ever seen the final Hammer Dracula film, that was a co-production with the Shaw brothers. Have you seen that, Matt? I have not. Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires? I have not. So it's... It's what if half a movie was Hammer Dracula, half a movie was martial arts. But there is a... you In Chinese culture, there, vampires are not quite what they are here. Um, there's a whole mythology, but one of the big things is that instead of walking, they hop. Hmm. And so these movies are a kind of a combination of martial arts films broad slapstick comedy and horror films all at once um and they are an absolute hoot it's just multiple great tastes that taste great together there's a lot of great action um mr vampire 2 was a little less exciting than the first one Mm -hmm. but it Seem slightly more, I don't know, there are scenes that stick with me more. In that one, a group of children befriend a child vampire. Sure. And then there's just, like, this great musical montage of them taking him around just, like, Hong Kong and, like, getting ice cream and just getting up to shenanigans because he has all these magic powers. Um, yeah, that's, that's really all there is to say about the Mr. Vampires. There's four of them. I haven't seen three and four yet. I hear four is pretty good. But it was... It was an easy. It was an ease into the Halloween season because I was I was getting a lot of other flavors with my hair. Uh, How about you, Matt? What's the first movie you'd like to talk about? Uh, The Pope's Exorcist.
1: The Pope's, starring Russell Crowe as everyone's favorite exorcist for the Pope. Uh, He's a he's a uh, god cop in this movie, and he's a lot of fun. Uh, This movie rocks. Jacob, it, this is like one of the most fun exorcism movies I've ever seen. Uh, Russell Crowe chews all the scenery. He dry, He rides a little Vespa, and it's fun and cute. Uh, I found out that was his idea. He's like, we should have me on a Vespa. I think they're fun. <laughs> uh, this movie is a lot of fun. It's basically a haunted house attraction starring Russell Crowe. And it's just, it's a blast and a half uh, it it really it it indicts uh, the Catholic Church pretty well. Uh, the last oh. the last thirty minutes are Castlevania. It's <laughs> it's totally bonkers and ridiculous, and I adored it, Jacob. Uh, that sounds so fun. We watched it on Netflix, and the next day I ordered the Blu Ray uh, because I needed this ridiculously bonkers movie. On my shelf. It is so much fun. I can't wait for all 199 sequels that they teased at the end. Uh, <laughs> uh, not really a spoiler. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, the last scene of the movie takes place in like. The corporate offices of the Vatican, which is basically like the Men in Black headquarters. Oh hell yeah! And they're going through like, oh yeah, we have all these different like weird supernatural cases you need to check out with your new partner. Uh, have fun, buddy. It's so it's so much fun. They tease so many sequels, and I hope we get it. I, I want the Pope's Exorcist to team up with uh, the nun. And just yeah. go on adventures together uh, This is a really fun
0: And funny movie And I couldn't recommend it enough Matt, did you ever see last year's Pray for the Devil? Um Or as I like to call it, Exorcism School Have I? I don't know I uh, I don't it's think about, I have It's about No, I haven't no, It's I about have the not. glass ceiling at Exorcism School And how a woman Is trying to become the first female exorcist Sure uh, okay it's, it's not good but it was enjoyable um danielle and i actually saw it on our honeymoon uh-huh. in new york nice um because we had a couple hours to kill yeah. and we're like let's go to see the movies um <laughs> it's extremely goofy there's an entire sequence where it very heavily implies that a woman gets possessed by the devil because she had an abortion. Oh, it's just like, Whoa. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and honestly, there's a part of me that loves seeing movies that I know nobody's ever going to see because I get to avoid like discourse. Yeah. Cause like if that was in a movie that people saw, <laughs> I'm sure it would be on Twitter like 24 seven, but it said, I could just be like, that's a crazy choice. Yeah. And then that get sounds on with my wild. Life. Um, yeah. Pray for the devil. I, not good but i would watch but, 10 more of them if they made sequels yeah, so and it feels like that should team up with the pope's exorcist i want i want more pope's exorcist and apparently they've greenlit a sequel so it's happening and all right and i, I hope he goes up against like a satanic exorcist that would be fun like or a, opposites a attract attract in, in in intersit what what do you call somebody who puts demons into you uh a demonizer ex, ex, <laughs> what's the opposite of x in in intersist Ugh, I don't like that at all <laughs> I don't care for that word He just shoves demons in people It's great <laughs> uh, What else did you watch? Alright, another one that I um, watched for the first time Was Hammer's Vampire Circus Ooh. It was really on a vampire kick this year um, Have you seen this one? No I even so heard there's, of it. A, there's a rule uh, That I have made up That the hornier a Hammer movie is The better it is This would make sense, yes Yes, and if that is true, Vampire Circus has got to be one of the best Hammer movies. (laughs) It opens with a vampire. He seduced this guy's wife, and now she brings the vampire a child so he can kill and eat it. Um, But the town is all up in arms. They stop this from happening, kill the vampire. The woman goes into hiding, and the girl grows up to be alive. As they kill the vampire, he's like... I'm going to get all your children. I'm going to Freddy Krueger you guys in 15 years when they're all like teens. I'm going to get them all. <laughs> 15 years later, town is beset by the plague. So nobody's allowed in or out of the town. Okay. Except the circus comes to town and they just kind of are shady about like how they got past the blockade. Hmm. <laughs> and But everybody's like, oh, hell yeah, we love the circus. <laughs> and the circus has like a sexy snake lady and it's got some acrobats and it's being run by this older woman who spoiler alert turns out to be the younger woman from the (gasps) beginning of the movie. And this is a vampire circus and they're killing off the teens of the neighbor of the community so that they can bring the original vampire back to life and feed them their blood. I love this. It's awesome. There's a really cool house of mirrors sequence. Um, It's just, it's really fun. I think Hammer movies. I I love when they have like a prologue and then jump in time afterwards. Yeah, Um, Dracula, AD nineteen seventy two does a great job with that. Um, So yeah, that's that's Vampire Circus. Highly recommend if you like Hammer horror or if you're kind of sick of only watching the Christopher Lee Dracula's. uh, This is a you should branch out. This is a great late seven, uh, early seventies, late Hammer fun time. Nice, nice. Uh, as for me, I watched uh, I, I did a lot of new horror
1: movies uh, this year, which is rare for me, but hey, we got a bunch this year, and it was fun. Speaking of fun, I watched The Fun 2, a.k.a. The Nun 2. Uh, it's, sure, I mean, it's fun, it's stupid, it's The Nun. I mean, it's, it's the sequel to The Nun, and it's not as goofy as the first one, because, you know, the first one's pretty Freaking goofy, uh, but this one is actually a lot of fun. It has uh, it has a, a killer goat man in it. Mm. Uh, yeah, it has a guy that turns into a goat person. Um, yeah, it's totally ridiculous. Uh, Storm Reed is in it. She was in. Um, mm. She's been in a few things, I believe. She was uh, in
0: the sequel to Searching.
1: Yes, she was in that movie. Missing. Yeah, missing. Uh, she did a uh, Wrinkle in Time that I haven't seen. She was in the Invisible Man. Uh, I love her. She she is the best in this movie. She is awesome. Uh, Nothing gets me excited like a nun smoking a cigarette. And uh, there it is. She does it in the movie. And I'm like, yeah, that's a cool nun. She don't care. (laughs) She don't care. She's smoking. Uh, No, yeah, this movie rocks. Uh, If anyone gets if you get the chance
0: to, to check it out, please do. It's it's awesome. Man, I gotta see both nuns. They're the two Conjuring movies. Well, no, there, there's a lot of Conjuring <laughs> movies uh, that I haven't seen yet. Um, so I haven't seen the nuns. I haven't seen the first Annabelle just because I heard it was Don't. horrible. Yeah, and then I haven't seen the Curse of La Llorona, which it do Nebulous do. ties to the Conjuring verse anyway. So do see that. Okay, that movie rocks. <laughs> um that's awesome i i can't wait to see both nuns i hear yeah. the first one especially has like it's the first nice one is an ultimate like amicus like, yeah it's an amicus hammer horror throwback and it's a hoot and a holler that's awesome all right next on my list is what up we're gonna go from the nun to the witch also known as the witch who came back from the dead also Ooh. known as like 18 other titles nice um this is from 1952. 195- it's a Finnish film. Okay. Largely considered to be the first Finnish horror movie or one of the first Finnish horror movies. Right. Which is a specific list. Um, it's on Tubi, and it's just entirely about how insane a 1950s Finnish man would go <laughs> if you were to show him a titty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, God, a boob. <laughs> an archaeological team um is digging in a swamp and there's a naked lady in there and they're like hey a naked lady so they bring her up and it turns out she was a witch who was buried there 300 years ago she starts like she doesn't know she's a evil witch but like weird things start happening around her she milks a cow and blood comes out instead of milk that's pretty cool um and everybody is, like, all the men are just, like, losing their minds over her and it's (laughs) for a does for a 1950s horror, the characters are, like really shockingly well drawn Nice. there's an archaeologist who is just, like, a big nerd into his work Uh, he's got a fun, sassy wife who has this, like, flirtation going on with this artist who's also there, and, like, when the witch comes out, like, all those sexual dynamics all, like, get intertwined and it's a lot of fun it's weird to see a movie from the 50s with like this much nudity and violence (laughs) and this is just a good time i really loved it and it's on tubi and i'm always on the lookout for horror movies that you know don't have a lot of (laughs) heat behind them you know people aren't talking about gotcha pretty safely say that 1952's the witch who came back from the dead aka the witch aka 10 other titles you are the first person i've ever heard speak of this film yeah it's (laughs) i've never heard of it but it sounds awesome it has quote one fan on letterboxd oh (laughs) oh 87 reviews though okay that's not bad that's yeah it's not it's not horrible it's it's not high but you know (laughs) Uh, well,
1: I finally watched The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Oh, no, you were really on an exorcist kick! Uh, yeah, that, that week we did a lot of exorcist stuff. Uh, blown away by this one, I was not expecting uh, two of my favorite genres thrown into a blender and spit out. uh, That would be, you know, horror and the courtroom drama. I I didn't know that's what this was going in. And I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, Tom Wilkinson is amazing in this as the priest. Uh, Laura Linney is great as his lawyer. I I love this movie. It's uh, an early film from uh, Scott Derrickson, who went on to do Sinister and Doctor Strange. Uh, But this cast... This cast, my goodness! Uh, Henry Zerny shows up. Oh yeah, And he's like the the skeptic doctor, and he's so much fun as the bad guy, basically in this. I love him. But yeah, Tom Wilkinson, Laura Linney, come on, you, come on, come on. God. So what's he?
0: What 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 is the court case about? He is being convicted of manslaughter
1: because of his exorcism caused the girl mm. to eventually die. And they are trying to prove that she was actually possessed, and uh, they th- and there's a whole theory that like it was the medication that the doctor put her on that basically enhanced her schizophrenia instead of slowed it down and stopped it and helped her. So basically, it's a uh, war of the wills between the church and the courts, and it's really something fascinating.
0: And is there like present tense horror in it, or is all the horror like flashbacks to this case? There are a few current things that happen, okay yeah
1: cool. that happened to laura linney and it's like really good and really creepy and yeah i loved it I it's a new favorite of
0: mine like that movie is awesome jacob i i am not a big exorcist movie guy but you have made me want to see this yes courtroom drama
1: that's it's my bread and butter <laughs> i love that shit it was basically what if the verdict meets the exorcist I am so down to clown with that.
0: <laughs> Pretty wild stuff. Loved it. Um, My next movie is called It! It! Which is not to be confused with It. This is <laughs> It! Because there's an exclamation point. You have to say it like that. It's you, that yeah, the rules. It's, yeah. Um, it is... It! For <laughs> it's from 1967. And it stars it. everyone's favorite Roddy McDowell. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, and. I love that dude. (laughs) You have to shout it it every time. It's about. um, (laughs) It's essentially a British horror movie that is ripping off the Hammer Mummy series. Okay. And Psycho at the exact same time. Nice. So, Roddy McDowell is this, like, weird creepy nebbish guy who keeps his mom's corpse in his apartment and steals from a museum that he works at so that he can put it on her Uh and he brings to life a golem as one does as one does and who golem (laughs) starts like attacking his enemies it destroys a bridge and it's indestructible and Unlike most horror movies where they're like, this thing's indestructible, but you don't <laughs> like really like, like, you know, they say Dracula's indestructible, but if you were to drop like a two ton boulder on Dracula, he's not that probably would destruct him. Yeah, it might not kill him, but he's not moving. <laughs> Spoiler alert for it, a movie that cannot be spoiled. <laughs> it ends with them dropping a nuclear bomb directly onto the golem. Hell yes. And then he just walks out and he's like that was fine and they're like (laughs) and he just walks into the sea brushes off his shoulders it's it's so fun and so weird and like so energetic i love it it was great it was on tcm one day and i was just like all right i'll watch this and i'm glad i did uh jacob do you like movies that look cool no No? That's shocking. I'm surprised.
1: Uh, Do you like movies with, like, cool, weird camera angles? Yeah, I do. Uh, Okay. Uh, The uh, Haunting in Venice. Oh, I'm dying to see this one. It is, uh, I think it's on Hulu right now. Yes. Uh, This movie is fucking phenomenal. Uh, Every movie should look like this, Jacob. Uh, There is a great Branagh went off. With this one. Like, you can tell he was having so much fun. Uh, The cast isn't as star-studded as his previous Perot movies, but he finds some fucking gems with this one. Uh, I never thought I needed Tina Fey doing 40s uh, Dame uh Dame voice like Ah oh, what are you doing there, big boy? uh yeah, but I needed it, and I got it, and it 's phenomenal uh she is my she 's my favorite part of this movie, she is so much fucking fun uh there is a bonkers camera uh camera shot in this where the the camera starts upside down. And then you don't realize that, but then Branagh walks into frame and it like rotates to like match where he is and it follows him out of the room. He had so much fun making this movie, Jacob. Uh, It's fun, it's spooky, uh, there's some cool ghost sequences. Uh, Michelle Yeoh is fantastic in it. Uh, I loved, 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 loved this movie. Uh, it's, I am it's my, dying to see this one. It's my favorite of his pro movies, and if he keeps going, he wants to make one every two years. Have at it, my
0: man! <laughs> you just have a blast. Do it, please do it. I I am a big Branoff fan. Me too. And I'm loving these pro pro movies. They're fun. And Danielle and I were gonna were going to watch this on Halloween, but then we got tired and oh, trick or treaters came out too late, so we didn't. But we are. Just waiting to find a night. Yeah, where definitely we have time to watch a movie together. Definitely sit down and watch this one because you're gonna have a fucking blast, Jacob. I, I'm I, so I, excited. You're
1: gonna. I will hear your screams of delight all the way from New Jersey. Like, like I will. I will hear it. it I cannot wait for you to see this movie. It's it's a
0: hoot. I um i did on turner classic movies they did um they, they love playing val luton horror movies because they're you know the, the classic the classy horror movies mm-hmm. um and two of the ones that i watched were both boris karloff movies i watched isle of the dead uh-huh. and the body snatcher oh and i don't know if you've seen either of these but- i have heard of isle of the dead i have not uh seen or
1: heard of uh the body snatcher
0: Whenever people talk about Val Luton, they always talk about he's like, Oh, he you know, he liked sedate horror that it was more about like creeping under your mm. skin and, and and every time I hear that I'm like, Oh god, these sound so boring. Yeah. And every time I watch <laughs> them they rule. Okay. So I, I I think I, I think these this double feature finally like cured me of my like, ooh, I don't know if I'm gonna like this Val Luton movie because I've like seen this. like ten of them and yeah. I've loved all of them. Um, Isle of the Dead is like essential. COVID quarantine horror (laughs) Um, Boris Karloff is a like general in the Greek army and ends up on this island and then somebody dies of this like horrible disease and so now everybody is quarantined there and then there's an old woman who thinks that a young woman is being possessed by a demon and it's really good and really creepy and really action packed (laughs) Um, it was... I like Action packed. Yeah, it's very I also Mask like Karloff. of the Red Death. <laughs> um, oh, nice. And the, the final act is, like, where it's all really at. Nice. Um, and then the Body Snatcher has what I am gonna say is Karloff's best horror performance. Ooh, really? Or at least his scariest. Okay. Because I love Boris Karloff, but something that has always, like, not bothered me about him being, like, a horror icon, but I think is a struggle, is that He has an innate, like, sensitivity and kindness just to, like, how he carries himself to Mm -hmm. his voice. Mm -hmm. And, like, that works with Frankenstein because it's, like, against the... Like, he is so monstrous, but he has that to soften it and make you feel for him. But in other roles, I think it can... He's just like, oh, this is just a kindly old man. Um, But he's good at it. (laughs) He is. But, well, in The Body Snatcher, there is no element of him that is not just, like, evil and creepy and drunk. Fun. And it's awesome there's a great psychedelic climax it's uh he plays a guy who steals dead bodies so that you can do research on them and he is just like constantly blackmailing people and he's like i know what you've done i i I got all the bodies um so highly recommend both of those It's a it's a great boris karloff double feature there all right
1: uh a few quick ones uh I watched Komodo from 1999, uh, which was a lot of fun, Jacob. Uh, Komodo dragons are pretty scary, and this makes them even scarier uh, by making them super hungry because it's an abandoned area that no one really goes to. But when people go there, guess what? It's uh, time for food. (laughs) Uh, That was a fun one. Uh, A gnarly movie that we watched was The Ruins uh, from
0: 2008, mm.
1: uh, that movie was gross. That was I've
0: heard that's really that, good. that
1: was uh, uh, has some vile body horror in it, and uh, not what I was expecting at all. I did not know what this movie was going to be going in. I came home, and Carlo was like, "We're watching The Ruins." I'm like, "All right, sounds okay," and uh, I recoiled from the screen. Jacob did did not did not care for what happens to those those poor 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 kids
0: <laughs> i have always gotten it confused with teristas which came out at okay the same time. yep around the, yep around and the same time i think i've heard great things about the yep. ruins but i've always been like one of these is the good one yeah the ruins is the good one jacob okay uh another
1: really uh, good one we watched uh finally saw jennifer's body oh hell yeah uh really good movie yeah um, i have an aversion to diablo cody's dialogue and
0: yeah i could get that
1: yeah and uh it's not as uh upfront in your face in this as it is in something like say uh, juno uh but yeah no this movie's good it's it's very very good uh it deserves uh the fan base that it has gained over the uh over the years since you know it came out forever ago um And before I throw it back to you, uh, one movie that I watched that I did not like uh, was No One Will Save You, Uh, the home invasion Mm, mm -hmm. alien horror movie with zero dialogue and uh, more annoying than anything else, honestly. Uh, I did not buy the whole zero dialogue gimmick. Uh, And let's not joke about it. It is a fucking gimmick. Uh, because there are scenes where this character who doesn't speak goes into town and confronts people, and even they don't speak. <laughs> even they don't. And that is weird. Even they don't. They don't say a word. And I'm like, okay, all right. I, I could see having one character who doesn't speak, but oh, the whole town's not going to talk to her. Sure. Uh huh. Right. That's weird. Yeah, it's uh, weird and annoying. Uh, cool, <laughs> cool uh, monster designs though. Uh, there's an alien that looks like a spider. That was pretty creepy, but. Uh, this, also, this movie also suffers from Return of the King syndrome, where it just ends and ends and ends and fades to black, constantly ending, 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 and the credits don't roll for another 20 minutes. And yeah, sure, okay, uh, milk that company for all they're worth, I guess. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, didn't like it at all.
0: Matt, it's I'm very just rare, say... It's very rare that I don't like a movie, Jacob. And, uh, <laughs> this, this is one of them. It's slightly more frequent on this show where we're watching a lot of things that well, yeah. we wouldn't probably otherwise yes, watch. But... this is true. Um, Matt, I just want to say, I, I because I have Letterboxd open as we're doing this research, mm. and I am delighted to see that you have added it to your watch list. Oh, immediately. <laughs> like, as immediately. You have... Oh, yeah. Um, What'd you watch? Oh, uh, so, so uh, before we go to that, I just want to say my least favorite... Teen speak moment of um Diablo Cody's career mm-hmm. is in Juno when Wizard. Juno says Thundercats are go. Nope. Cuz that is conflating Thundercats Ho and Thunderbird's are go mm-hmm. and it's bothered me Thank since you. the movie
1: came out. Yes. Yes. Um, Thank you. Thank you for saying that. It makes
0: two of us. <laughs> <laughs> um as you'll probably notice, I, I watch a lot of older, less less intensely scary movies, and that's partially because I was watching most of these with a baby on yeah. me and didn't want to have to deal with jump scares and stuff. <laughs> fair, <laughs> so I did, totally fair. And also, I'm just my you know my stomach's just getting weaker for that kind of thing now. <laughs> um, but I watched a quadruple feature on Turner Classic Movies over several days, okay, not all at once, of Todd Browning movies. Ooh, I also watched uh, uh, some Todd Browning. I watched the... uh, We watched Freaks, actually. Oh, I love Freaks. Yeah, I got that new Criterion, and it's gorgeous. (laughs) Um, Yeah, folks should know him from Freaks, Dracula, Dracula, obviously, um, but they were doing a mix of his silent and talky stuff, so I watched The Unholy Three, nice, The Unknown the devil doll and mark of the vampire oh cool uh i would like to highlight specifically though the unknown that is, is the one a, that gotta watch
1: i believe that's included in that uh box set yes That just came out
0: yeah it's awesome it's looks circus awesome. based like half of his movies one because would hope. he used he used to be in the circus yes yes um but it is the movie most about people having arms or not having arms that I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Wow. So... <laughs> it's a man who killed somebody, is on the run from the cops, and so he's hiding out in the circus by pretending to be an armless man. And so he's like good at throwing knives at his feet, and he ties his arms down and pretends like he has no arms, because he knows if he's ever fingerprinted, they would catch him. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> There's a woman at the circus who he's in love with and he keeps he like he wants to, you know, be with her. And some there's one guy at the circus who knows his secret and he's like, "Look, if she ever hugs you, game's over." <laughs> and he's like, "Okay." So he threatens a doctor into removing his arms. Of course. <laughs> and cuz why wouldn't you? <laughs> While he's going through arm removal surgery, Jesus. like the opposite of the gift of the Magi, she <laughs> falls in love with a strong man with very big arms of course. at the circus. And now he has no and arms. And gets engaged. Oh, so yeah. he comes home with no arms. Oh, no. And it's like, we can finally, and before he could say anything, she's like, look, I just got engaged to this man with muscular arms. And he's like, what the hell? I told you about the thing I was doing. <laughs> so his evil plan then is to tie the muscle man's arms to two horses that are going to be on treadmills (laughs) Mm -hmm. for the show, but he's going to sabotage the treadmill. So the horses run and rip his arms. off. I need to watch this. Wow. (laughs) It's awesome. It's a silent movie. um, This sounds cool. Lon Chaney senior. It's a hoot and a holler as Matt would say. Love him. Um, It's so fun. Um, Unholy three is also just extremely weird. Um, it's a very involved criminal plot that involves dressing up like an old lady and selling regular parrots as talking parrots because <laughs> you're a ventriloquist. <laughs> and then you dress up your little person friend like a baby to sure. chase the joint when you go and check out why their parrots aren't talking. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds um, fucking great. <laughs> it's awesome. And the, there's, the coolest thing about it is that the, there's a gorilla in the movie. Okay. And, you know, Old movies have a lot of gorillas, and it's always a man in a gorilla suit. Well, yeah, because, you know, they're fun. The, this movie instead puts a chimp in forced perspective small sets. Oh, cool, actually. To be the gorilla, and it's awesome. Okay, it's that's so kind of cool. dope. Um, So, yeah, uh, Todd Browning, you should watch more of his movies. He's good. than the, the biggest ones, because yeah. he's so weird and so good. He and... was more, much more than Dracula and Freaks. Yeah, and I think... Dracula was him learning how to do talkies. Yes, in a way that I think he didn't quite take to instantly. I'll, I'll throw this in right now. Uh,
1: Freaks highly recommended. A- yeah. amazing film. Uh, it's It's way more empathetic than its reputation leads you to believe.
0: No, definitely. yeah.
1: like you you put on that movie, you're like, "Oh, let's watch some weirdos." And then you fall in love with everyone immediately. <laughs> except for the you know non-freaks yeah except for like you know the normies who are you know sacks of shit <laughs> uh all right back to me right yeah uh well <laughs> i did a saw marathon uh we will do a saw episode someday in the future uh saw episode. <laughs> a saw episode but uh real quick saw x my favorite in the whole series uh, I heard nothing but good things about it this movie is tremendous uh it's 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 oof, starts out as a very grounded uh cancer drama, actually and is sure. is like really beautiful. Uh this movie takes place right after Saw 1 or 2, I'm not sure yet exactly. I think 2 is what okay. no. Maybe just I'm after lying. the first. I think one.
0: it's between the first and okay. the second one.
1: Well, this movie uh like Tobin Bell, great actor. Everyone knows that. He's never been better than he is here. He is Soulful, And he he has this this look about him where he's just like, he's down, man. Like, these people ripped him off and basically, like, took any hope he had out of life. And guess what? They're all going to fucking pay for it in the worst ways possible. And they all deserve it. They all deserve it, Jacob. They're all terrible, terrible, terrible people. (laughs) Can't wait for the next one.
0: I've seen I think half the saws. Let's say I've seen one, two, three, and four. I saw you know, like in high school, but don't remember at all. And then I saw Spiral, so that's five movies in total. I watched
1: so. that too, and uh, that was fun. Outside of the <laughs> really goofy jigsaw voice in it, uh, which I if, I'd like to play a game.
0: Uh, okay, stop, stop that- little pig man. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> That movie felt to me like Chris Rock was a -a make-a-wish kid. And he was like, I want to be in a Saw movie, and I want Samuel L. Jackson to be my dad. And then they had to be like, okay, I guess.
1: I liked it. It was fun. Uh, But it doesn't top Saw 10. Saw 10 is amazing. Uh, Side note, uh, for my birthday, we went to Six Flags Great Adventure for Fright Fest. They had a Saw X walkthrough which was one of the coolest experiences ever. Uh, You walk in, uh, it's the, uh, the wellness center that John Kramer goes to in Saw X, and suddenly the power goes out, things go wrong, you're being followed by people with pig masks, you're encountering people stuck in Saw Traps. Uh, which is really cool. So, like, they had a girl in the needle pit from Saw Two. Uh, they had oh, they man, had a so cool. they had a guy crawling out of a furnace, also uh, uh, from Saw Two. And then you had uh, a guy doing brain surgery on himself. Uh, yeah, you had all these iconic Saw traps and these. Actors were stuck in them just screaming for help, and it was the coolest thing. Uh, The ceiling, it was actually clear and see-through, and I took a chance to look up, and Billy the Puppet was on his tricycle wandering around, like, following you the entire time. That's cool. It was so much fun, and uh, there wasn't any wait because it's in the middle of nowhere in the park, uh, (laughs) which was weird. Uh, but that was fun. That was the coolest Fright Fest thing I've ever done. It was
0: that's awesome. Total that blast. sounds so
1: fun. I would do that. Yeah, it was a, it was fucking awesome. There was a girl in the reverse bear trap just screaming for help. It was <laughs> my god. They had so much fun putting that show
0: on. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. All right, what Matt. I think I'm I'm coming up to my last two. Is that right. good for you? Yeah. Do you do you have more you want to talk uh, about? I could do a marathon run through of a few. Okay, great. Um, you do one, I'll do a marathon, and then we'll close on you. That that sounds great. Cool. Um, I uh, I watched Dr. Giggles for the first time. Aha! A childhood favorite of mine. I had always assumed that this was direct-to-video. And nope. Call me pleasant surprise when it was a full, actual, real movie. I remember it coming out and being upset that I couldn't see it in theaters and had to wait to rent it. <laughs> I I would have been three at the time, so I. Uh, <laughs> this came out what year? This was ninety two. Okay, so I was around
1: uh, eight years old.
0: Yeah, eight years old. Um, I probably
1: rented it like the next year.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it was just because of like the Darkman sequels that star Larry Drake that made me assume. You think that it's was... a direct video? Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I don't know what it was. Um, highly enjoyed it. Very fun. Um, it is, and it got a full half star boost for me. In the scene where it's revealed that as a child, Dr. Giggles was sewn into his dead mother <laughs> so his father could smuggle him out of the house. And then he cuts his way through her chest with the scalpel that he had in there. Um, <laughs> it's so that good. Was, that was awesome. It's so I, I good. I losing it. Uh,
1: I still have the scene burned into my memory of the guy getting his stomach pumped to death. Mm-hmm. That is brutal. And I love Larry Drake's little giggle. He's so yeah. he's so good. I miss him. He was a great, great freaking actor. <laughs> he didn't even need the giggle,
0: but I'm glad it was there.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was it was it was fun as shit. Uh, okay, quick uh, quick marathon run through uh, the Wickedest Witch from 1989 with Rue McClanahan. Total total hoot. Uh, Shout out to uh, Dinosaur Dracula for sharing that online. Uh, He's constantly sharing that. (laughs) Oh, and bless him for it. Uh, We watched uh, Totally Killer, uh, the new one, uh, Um, the the time travel slasher. And uh, awesome. 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 Karen Shipka is a star and she deserves mm -hmm. to be. A lot of fun. Uh of course I watched number one sad boy the wolf man and its 2010 remake, which was also freaking yeah. awesome. Did a lot of werewolves that week. Uh that was that was that was fun. The, we did that. We did American Werewolf in London. Uh good times. Uh what else did I watch? Uh da, 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 watched a whole bunch of Jasons. Uh did Ghost Watch again. That was awesome. Oh, love Ghost Watch. Uh Daybreakers. Uh fucking awesome movie jacob have you seen this with oh yes i I
0: saw that in theaters
1: yeah it rocks it's like Um, it's one of those movies you watch and you're like i'd like to read the comic book this is based on and then you look it up and you're like no this is original this is like an original idea that someone came up with for a movie it's not
0: based on things that was More actually like that, the please. first movie I saw with a somebody else I had dated uh, oh, wow. in theaters, <laughs> which is just an odd start to a relationship. Uh, um, fun, fun movie. You know, that's from I mean, the um, directors of Jigsaw. Yes, I did know the this. Spir- yeah. I did. Have this. you ever seen um, their movie Undead? No. I think Daybreakers is the only thing I've seen from them. Um, so... Undead, I saw back in 2003 at a horror convention, Mm -hmm. because they were doing a double feature of um, Bruce Campbell's The Man with Two Brains. The Man with the Screaming Brain. Man with the Screaming Brain. Yes. Um, Bruce Campbell was there, and he had brought that. And then prior to that, though, they showed Undead, which is an Australian zombie movie slash alien movie with a triple barrel shotgun. Hell yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched it in at least a decade, but I remembered really liking it. Um, I have the DVD, so maybe I'll throw it on one day, but... That's what made me excited to see Daybreakers <laughs> when it came out. Daybreakers is cool. Willem Dafoe is a lot of fun. His name's Elvis. Uh, uh,
1: then I did uh, a whole bunch of Hannibal Lectors, but uh, big surprise, Jacob. We're going to do a Hannibal Lecter episode one day, so uh, we will talk about it then.
0: Oh, that's a great idea. Um, like, how have I never thought of that? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: they're all fun. They're all good times. Uh, I watched the 4K of Sleepy Hollow. and uh, Oh, me too. And I remember watching this the last time, uh, last year, and going, this could really use a, like a new transfer because this Blu-ray is weak, and then we got this thing, and it is one of the prettiest movies I've ever seen. Jake, yeah, it, it is. They did such a good job, such a good job. I haven't I haven't seen a bad uh, 4K from Burton yet. Like it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, real quick, speaking of Saw, I watched The Raven from 1935, uh, which has Boris Karloff oh, yes. putting people in saw traps in his murder basement, and bless him for it, because that movie,
0: that was good. I, I loved that movie. I loved it. Um, the only weird thing about that movie is they give a lot of, like... Very heavy exposition dialogue mm-hmm. to Bella Lugosi, who you cannot ex- understand. No, not at all. at all. Not at all. They're like, "Oh yeah, name all of these Eastern European places," and I'm just like, "I have no idea what he's saying." Not at all. uh What else did I watch? Uh, I did a double feature of The Others and The Innocents, and that Ooh, was a, a
1: great night. It in not at the movies, but in the living room. Uh, <laughs> the new uh, restoration of The Others is phenomenal. And mm. it just, it looks so goddamn pretty. Uh, we did a creep show double feature. Uh, the first one, freaking awesome. The second yes. one, get the fuck out of here. It sucks. The second one's garbage. Except for The Raft. Yes, I will, I will die on the hill that The Raft is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. The uh, Raft is one of the best horror shorts of all time. I saw this movie when I was a kid on TV uh, and had no idea what it was. Uh, The raft was on TV, scared the shit out of me so bad. I ran out of my neighbor's house where we were watching it and ran home, did not care for that at all, scared the hell out of me. And, and for years, I had no idea what the hell it was Uh, because, you know, back then, Jacob, we didn't have the internet. Uh, So so the first, one of the first things I did when I got the internet was look up black ooze in Lake and I got zero (laughs) results and I got zero results. Because even the internet had no idea what the hell I was talking about. This kind of is like when I tried to find out what the hell Chopping Mall was when I first got the internet. Because I had no idea what it was. Uh, But yeah, love The Raft. Uh, The first segment is hot garbage. Uh, The third segment is eh. And those animated sequences are some of the ugliest things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, That is just, that is bad, bad, bad animation. I did not
0: care for it. And uh, yeah, bad Bad. Matt, I, I will let you know nowadays if you Google the phrase Black Ooze in Lake, the number one result is Lake Blob from the Villains Wiki on fandom.com. Sure. Whatever so whatever that it, it's is. it's the blob from the raft. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We so didn't he, have has that his like own, that. he has his own Wikipedia page. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but yeah. He's that, an evildoer.
1: <laughs> that's basically what I watched. I mean, you know, I ended out the month with a bunch of Halloween movies, as one does. I uh, watched trick or treat that's a good one. Um. Yeah. Yeah. The spooky season was good. Uh, what's uh? What did you want to end on there, Jake?
0: Uh. But before I end on anything, Matt, I just want to read you some quotes from the Lake Blob Villains Wiki um, page. Please do. Um. Lake Blob's hobby: stalking its intended prey. <laughs> His goals: devour whomever foolish or hapless enough to enter a lake where the Lake Blob resides. <laughs> Parentheses <love> succeeded. <laughs> Type of villain: enigmatic man eater. Why is this so wholesome? (laughs) Trivia. As a shapeless creature that consumes its food by engulfing it, the lake blob bears a striking resemblance to a slime mold. Unknown if this is a coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) Unknown. (laughs) Okay. um, Yeah, the the final thing I wanted to talk about um, is uh, the new Flanagan show, Fall of the House of Usher, which is... My absolute favorite Flanagan thing that he's done so far. I watched. I it's, watched House of Usher. It's so good. And no, I watched the and liked... Price version. Sorry, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did not watch the new one. Uh, but uh, um, I hear, I hear it's show, great. It's a hoot. I, it's the reason it's my favorite Flanagan thing is that it actually has a television structure because there's uh, you know six children. Six episodes, a kid dies each episode based on an Edgar Allan Poe story. Cool. And then, you know, there's the plot movement otherwise. Yeah. But every episode you know you're going to get a discreet story. And that's nice. all I want out of television is a discreet story. Just give and, me a story. Um, you really feel that Flanagan is just like joyously referenced. Like, I spent the entire show doing the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing meme. I love it. pointing at various things people um, people knock it but i love doing that <laughs> yeah it's great it's um not as emotional or sad as some of his other stuff it's mostly just goofy but yeah i caught
1: uh, a f- I, I caught a few episodes of bly manor uh when carlo was watching
0: it and uh that shit's sad yeah that's a yeah. sad sad thing and this uh, is as tonally opposite as that as he could get okay so he's just having fun here yeah nice, nice. Um, but that's it that's uh that's Halloween my friend spooky season is good yeah I <laughs> we are now officially into turkey season
1: yeah I'm not I don't don't want to see Thanksgiving
0: <laughs> oh I'm gonna see Thanksgiving <laughs> I, I don't know I'll, I'll wait for straight. I've heard surprisingly good things about yeah, it yeah I know but like I can't get over that it doesn't look like the trailer I yeah I, like, so what I heard like what why? I heard is that it's a 90s movie instead of a 70s movie now
1: yeah no I don't like that. Well, I, don't, I don't like that. That's fair. That was my initial thought too.
0: Yeah, I was, I was like, why does the trailer not look like dog shit? Because it Cause should. Because like, that uh, trailer, I think, is the one with the most verisimilitude of the entire Grindhouse trailer experience. Yeah, like that's the only one that I watch, and I think that's actually a movie. <laughs> it's you know, a all movie. The, like Machete is nothing. It's a fun movie, though. It's it's a fun. No, no, no. The the movie is fun. Um, but the the trailer is like very clearly it's robert rodriguez doing what he did with his his movies. half of that movie yeah which is what if a uh, exploitation movie lived up to the poster yes and like and let me tell you planet terror lives up to the poster <laughs> rob zombies is nothing
1: i want that movie so bad jacob
0: but like his trailer does not cut together as an actual trailer or and it doesn't it look together. like a movie it cuts together as a really short film And it doesn't look like it was a movie that was made back then. But I think Eli Roth's Thanksgiving is the only one of those that I look at and I go, this is a 70s trailer that you guys found. Yeah, Yeah. you found this. (laughs) Um, But well, Matt, I am so glad that we are back together and we'll have to come up with something for December. Um, Yep. Cue the Aerosmith back in the saddle again. (laughs) Maybe we'll cue the Aerosmith as our uh, leaving music cause I, I don't know what else I'll pick for this. <laughs> please
1: one. do, please do. That would be perfect. Uh, well, until next time, where can the fine people find you? The online? fine people
0: can find me online on Twitter, Blue Sky Now, and letterboxd at Jacob underscore Denoble. Um, <laughs> that's that's it how about you matt as for
1: me you can find me everywhere at the real matt c i'm over on the twitters not calling it the new name i'm over on the blue skies uh instagram yeah letterbox uh you name it i'm there and i'm having a good time and it's it's dope
0: (laughs) (laughs) well all right everybody until next time stay spooky.